but it's more than just their wedding day to us. It's about their marriage. And we just love to be able to come alongside them and like show them, um, you know, we truly believe that marriage is the best um, and just kind of be um, not role. I mean, a refuge refuge for them in that um, and that they can see that in our own marriage um, and in our lifestyle. And that, like Ryan said, that we can also just be their friends, not just their wedding photographer. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Hey y'all, today I have Anna and Ryan Leonard of Refuge Photography on the podcast, and we are talking all about how to create a safe place or refuge for your clients. We dive into so many side topics. It is awesome. I love it. Uh, So this episode is packed full of great info. So let's get into it. We are, we're talking about uh, creating a safe place for your clients um, and how that benefits them and you and your business and all of the things. And then we will probably chase some rabbits because I know, uh, especially Ryan and I are going to be all over these rabbit trails. Yeah, um, I can do it. I yeah. can do it with the best of them. And, and John, we just <laughs> want to say a big thank you to you for reaching out to us and, and having us here on your podcast. I mean, it's yeah. definitely an honor. We, we love getting to um, help out any, anybody that we can and, you know, getting to educate photographers is such a big part of what we do. So oh, um, yeah. we're, we're super happy to be here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm happy to have y'all here. I'm really excited to, to chat with y'all. It's been, it's been fun. We've been, uh, uh, Instagram friends, uh, for a little bit. Um, I think, I think, was it, uh, cause we have a connection, uh, Wyeth Augustine. Yeah. Uh, I think she was on, Ooh, I don't remember when she was on probably like September, October, somewhere in there of last year. Um, and then y'all had started following the Instagram and I was like, Ooh, who are these people? I want to go. I like your photography and I like your name and I want to, I want to check y'all out. Um, yeah. We, we love why uh, she actually came in. Uh, they came down to Rosemary where we live and uh, we, we were able to photograph her and her husband recently. And uh, cool. we love her. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She's great. Just like the most like radiant smile that just makes you want to smile all the time. 100% it's contagious. I, I love that. I love being around people that just have a, a love for life. Um, yeah. And she's definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I had met her at a conference last year and uh, just I happened to to reach out because there's like a, a shared Facebook group of like everyone who's going to be at the conference, like get to know each other. And no one was getting to know each other. And <laughs> And I think like either, either Wyeth had posted something or I posted something like, Hey, I'm going to be there. Who wants to meet up for coffee? And then we were like the only two that were like, yeah, let's do it. And we met up and like took each other's headshots and just hung out for the whole day before the conference started. And then, you know, we've been, been good internet friends ever since. And that's a great connection. Yeah. That's all, I, mean, I, I was hearing like coffee that, that really caught my attention. And uh-huh. so if anybody's like, Hey, coffee, that there's a good chance. I'm like, yeah, yeah, 
Yes. Yeah, man, I have been, so in my, uh, this, we're, we're just, uh, gonna start off the podcast, uh, and like, <laughs> we're already chasing rabbit trails. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like my, my, in my initial inquiry, uh, like response at the end, it asks like, Hey, what's your favorite, uh, coffee order or what's your go-to coffee order? And then I tell, you know, mine's, mine's either a, a cortado or like a vanilla latte or something. Yeah. And I have been getting so many people lately. They're like, Oh, I don't drink coffee or I don't, I don't like coffee. Dude, the, we, I, I feel so bad like putting this out there right now, but you're <laughs> talking to like a fake coffee drinker over here. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, I'll take a small caramel latte with extra caramel and only one shot of espresso. <laughs> hey, I've upgraded from chocolate milk. I used to just order chocolate milk. That's true. It's, uh, it's baby steps. We're, we're going in the right direction. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. My, when they my accidentally put also... both shots and I taste the coffee, I'm very disturbed. Yep. Yep. My, my wife's the same way. Like she'll, she'll take sips of coffee that I get as long as it's not like super coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, and anytime that we're like, we were just in Denver uh, for a photo shoot and I was able to bring her along uh, cause she had never been to Colorado and like, we tried out all these local coffee places yeah, yeah. and she'd take sips of my coffee and she's like, no, I'm good with my like chai latte. And uh, which I love, I'm drinking a chai latte right now. Um, but it does have two shots of espresso in it. So uh. yeah, there you go. That, that's one of my favorite parts. So with our business, we travel quite a bit. And I love, that's like one of my things, even before we fly out, I'll already be on my phone, like, you know, coffee shops in, you know, like wherever we're traveling. I absolutely love it. We were in Colorado in January and I don't know if this happened to you guys. We went up into the mountains and I can't remember if the term is like elevation sickness or uh-huh. Dude, it wrecked me. Me too. Yeah. Like we went last year and I was fine. We went this year and I'm talking like it manhandled me. Yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I, I went up, uh, in fall of 2019, um, to teach a workshop and like we went up into the mountains, we went to the tallest, uh, like the highest lake, uh, elevation or whatever yeah. for the photo shoot. I was completely fine. It was cool. No sickness at all. This time we didn't even go up as high. We weren't even 10,000 feet. And, and I was just, I don't know if it was the cold cause it was like 20 something degrees. Um, but it was like after about 45 minutes, I was like, Oh, I am like, I am dizzy. Like this oh, is yeah. not normal. I need to drink yeah. some water or something. I don't know. I think you're here in Rosemary. We're at like, 30 feet of elevation or something like minimal, you know, like the oceans right there. Right. Um, but where we went, I can't remember the name of it exactly, but we were, uh, just like, we were 12, I think like at 12,000 feet elevation, it was eight degrees that day. Um, (laughs) I busted my butt, like I slipped, you know, just just, went straight up in the air. The camera was fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, the camera okay yeah the camera's okay don't worry we didn't bust any lenses <laughs> uh, but yeah so yeah. love coffee love colorado yeah it's great yes well cool okay so um anna ryan um for for those uh who don't know you uh let them know i mean we already know y'all are in uh, rosemary beach florida 
Um, so tell them about uh, your business, what y'all do. How long have y'all been there? Are y'all like born and raised in the area? Yeah, no, no, we're, we're not. Great question. Great question. Um, so, what's up, everybody? We are. Uh, I'm Ryan. This is my beautiful wife, Anna. Um, together, I guess we we make refuge photography. Uh, I, I mean, that was probably a true statement until about like a year and a half I was ago. Say, yeah, it up. we we. we <laughs> Yeah, we've got two amazing associate photographers um, back in Mississippi that that work for us. We have an associate photographer here in Florida that works for us, and we have an awesome assistant. And so I think that uh, probably when you say refuge photography, um, our our faces may come to mind, but it's definitely a team. uh, And we could not do what we do without everybody around us. So um, we, we launched our business. Refuge became a thing January 1st, 2018. And I love this story because I think so many people, uh, I was talking to one of my buddies and I'm going to keep this rabbit very short, but I'm going to run a marathon later this year. And I was talking to one of my buddies. I was like, bro, run it with me. Like yesterday was one of my first like real training days. And, um, I was like, you know, you should run it with me and stuff. He went out last night. He's like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go do this run. He got in, wasn't able to complete the training piece. He got pretty discouraged, but I was like, dude, you did the hardest thing you took a first step in your mind. You said, I'm going to do this. And you went outside and you took literally that physical first step, hardest one that you'll ever take. January 1st, 2018 was that day for us, our business. It was the hardest day ever because we said, you know what, we're going to do this. Uh, We we put out an Instagram post and was like, Hey, we're refuge photography. Think about hiring us for any of your photography. Any of your photography. Anything. Anything (laughs) Anything you wanted a picture of. We're going to take it. Man, oh man. Um, So I'll tell you what, the photography industry has treated us so well, but we spent that first year really building our business. And so, man, we we photographed, uh, we did photograph some weddings. That year, we were like, if we could just photograph one wedding. Like if we can get one, uh, we were super blessed that we photographed 13, uh, in our first year. We, uh, I don't know what this would be called. Yeah. We switched the numbers in year two and did 31 in year two. And then, uh, last year in our third year of business, we shot over 50 as a team. And so, um, Super, super blessed in that, but but Ryan's went down the rabbit hole, so I, did, I feel I like did. he's trying to circle back to what he's actually trying to answer. Yeah, we are um, primarily wedding and actually high school senior, and I say high school because a lot of times when we say senior, people get kind of confused about what that means. Um, yeah, but, are, so are you nursing home photographers? <laughs> no. Um, no. Literally, no, have someone asked me that before. Yeah, we've had to change that first Instagram post um, (laughs) of saying that we would photograph anything to kind of, you know, finding our our niche. So for the most part, we photograph weddings and seniors um, and we we do a lot of destination um, work. Our team is located in, well, our associate team is located in Mississippi. We also have an associate that works here for us um, in Florida because like you asked earlier, we we haven't lived here our entire lives for sure. No. That actually became a reality for us seven months yeah, ago. Yeah, seven months and a week ago. Okay. Um, if anyone that's listening or that's also listening has uh, visited Rosemary Beach, it probably, if 
especially if you're a photographer. It won't take you long to figure out why we moved here. Yeah. Um, but that's usually one of our common questions. I'm like, oh, well, why did you move? And I'm like, if you visit it, you'll, you'll yeah. know. Um, but it's literally like a photographer's like heaven on earth here. Um, it's beautiful. And we got to a point where we were basically traveling every weekend anyways. We were never at home. Um, and so we were like, why, why are we living where we're living? Because we're not living here um why don't we live somewhere that we love and we're going to travel anyway so travel from there um and so that's how it's kind of like our business where it was like we took that step and we took the step to move here and it's been great um but yeah so we definitely were not born and raised here but we're super excited to be here yeah thanks that's cool that's cool i love that uh because that's where where we're hoping to head um in the next year or two is that because uh, i'm definitely traveling a lot more for for weddings and photo shoots and we're like as long as we can live somewhat near an international airport we can live wherever we want big one big one so we, we lived in hattiesburg mississippi um it's a college town southern the university of southern mississippi's there um however when you're talking about an airport the new orleans airport or jackson so it's kind of a essentially like oh you're gonna God. go two hours north or you're gonna go two hours uh southwest yeah and so anytime you know, and just like anna said we were flying so much and it was we were driving two hours which meant for those early morning flights, we were probably going down the night before spending the night. Uh, we are so blessed here in Rosemary. Our airport's 20 minutes down the road. Oh, that's great. It's like literally, literally, I think it's like 23 minutes from our house. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're uh, so we're in a college town as well in College Station, AM. Yeah. Um, and we're like right in the triangle of uh, Houston, Austin, Dallas. So we're an hour and a half from Houston, two hours from Austin, three hours from Dallas. So if we want to fly anywhere, we've got to pick one of those three, um, which is usually. Uh, it's actually usually Dallas just because like we have friends that will let us just leave our car at their place and Uber yeah. over to the airport. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it, uh, like, uh, I mean, we just mentioned, uh, Denver, uh, when we were flying out there, it was a morning flight. So we went up the night before and yeah. the hotel and it's like those added expenses, like this would be a lot easier if we were 20 minutes away from an airport. Yeah. And then, like, we can even, like, if we want to, we can Uber to the airport. And then, like, our our car doesn't even have to leave our house, like, if we want to. Um, Real fast, speaking of uh, Texas airports, I don't know if you remember this. It was maybe, like, two years ago now. But a Southwest flight, like, the window, uh, they had a malfunction with the window. And, like, um, I think think that somebody actually lost their life. We were on um, a flight that day. But we landed in, uh, I think we landed in Houston, I think. We were going to San Antonio, and it was so crazy. Like, we, like, landed and had, like, a little hop over. Uh, But, like, all flights kind of got delayed for, like, several hours and stuff. So, that was a Texas time. That was also a rapid time. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do remember hearing that story. I thought you were going to say you were on that flight. No. That's why I was like, this is not as exciting as he makes it, making it sound. We were just stuck in the airport. Yeah. (laughs) Because of that flight. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got some pretty decent airports. Uh, from from others that I've flown to, I'm like, sure. oh, I never really thought that the uh, the Houston airport was that great until you know I flew to I don't even know 
I don't I don't keep track of the ones that I don't like. Uh, yeah. But some of them, like, oh, this does not make sense at all. Yeah. Dude, uh, our, our airport here uh, in Rosemary, it's got, I think, seven terminals. So, like, itty-bitty. Oh, wow. Like, dude, yeah. I'm talking, like, from when you, like, break the barrier into the airport, by the time mm-hmm. you're at your terminal, I mean, like, you can throw a baseball. It's phenomenal. We get there, like, 20 minutes before we board, and it's, like, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I was going to say, that really cuts down the time going through security. And- oh, yeah and all that yeah, so uh for anybody listening if you're flying much at all tsa pre-check is a must um 85 dollar one-time fee for five years it's great um yeah. so we but our airport is so small <laughs> we, we don't even have to use it. i mean we still go through the line um <laughs> but like there's not there's typically never a line to on get through tsa side. on either side so it, it's phenomenal it's phenomenal anybody that's flying in you but, should definitely get there okay Nice. Okay. So, so Anna, you mentioned y'all also do, um, high school senior photography. Yeah. Did that come from like that original, uh, you know, Instagram post of, Hey, we'll do everything. Um, and then y'all started doing that and found you really loved senior photography as well. Yeah, so actually, um, before we were photographers, we were both teachers. So we were in the classroom, and I taught high school age, which is, you know, like seniors. Um, Ryan taught at middle school. So we we were with the upper-level kids, not elementary. Um, And so that's really kind of how our business bloomed, I like to say, is we were blessed with some awesome seniors that thought that we were pretty cool teachers, I think, more than photographers. Uh-huh. Um, so they're like, oh, since you got a camera, you want to take my senior photos. Um, and so we started, I mean, I would say our business really started heavily in the senior market mm-hmm. before it even dived into the um, wedding market. And that's what when we coach photographers today, like we say that, you know, like you can't just shut the door on things like if you want to be a wedding photographer that's great but that doesn't mean like that's all you can photograph in the beginning because that's how we were able to build so many relationships and we were able to make so many connections which was our strongest referrals um was those actual relationships not just you know instagram or facebook or anything like that um it came from those people that experienced us trusted us and then went out and told their family and friends about us um so yeah it Primarily, we really started very heavy in the senior market. Um, we were actually shooting a lot of other things, too. And as I said, I need to kind of backtrack a little bit because it's so new that I have a hard time remembering it. And since we've moved to Florida, though, we've had another um, shift in business a little bit, I guess would be the best word to say, is that we've had to start breaking not had to, we just felt led to um, bring more portraits back into our business. So bringing on our, taking on a little bit more family um, and that kind of thing, those kind of roles, simply because we're in a vacation town. So people are coming in and they want their photos taken for the memories that they're making. And I think it's going to be such a beautiful thing as we do that, because, you know, John, what we were talking about, like with seniors, the entire reason we went into the classroom was because we wanted to build relationships. And, you know, you're talking about two, two people that went into the classroom. I mean, I guess we were like 22, 23, and it was like, we're going to go in and we're going to like, we're going to be the teachers that change this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, like Anna said, she taught advanced math. I taught um, students with special needs. And um, I just felt like we went in there and I was like, I'm here to like help. And they just handcuffed me and they were like, 
you're actually only going to do this right here and anything outside of that you're not really going to be able to do. And that, that was very frustrating as somebody that's like, I want to help and I want to make change. And they're like, well, we don't really want change. And nobody ever told me that word for word. And uh, I mean, we had great principles. We, we loved all of them. It was just like the system. The system isn't built to allow change. Um, and so we went in there to be able to build relationships. And then you know, with like, just like Anna said, with her teaching high school, what's crazy is this year, I was talking to the mom um, yesterday of the youngest class that I taught. So like before I left, they were, they were in middle school and they're seniors this year. And we're, we're going to photograph them. They're actually going to come from Mississippi down to Rosemary for us to photograph their senior. And um, that's super exciting, but it was because we wanted to build relationships. Um, And then, you know, now that we're here and we see, we have these families like reaching out to us, like, Hey, we come to Rosemary every year. You know, I think that that's going to be so cool. And we, we've said this in different parts of our business to look back five years from now when we photographed, you know, the I, I'm trying to think of a random name, <laughs> the Smith family every year for five years in Rosemary. That's going to be very special because the relationship that will be developed over that time that's going to be so special. And that, you know, so we've said that kind of like all along, um, you know, even in our wedding photography business that like how, you know, our couples are going to, you know, get married. And then if they choose to have children in a couple of years, you know, just to go on that journey with them. And and so we're super blessed now that we're, we're kind of moving into weddings and portraits. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that y'all focus on those relationships too, because that means so much Um, because like for, for them, they're not just a number. They're not just a client. They're not just like, okay, cool. I'm going to take your photos. Here you go. I delivered them. I will probably never speak to you again. Yeah, no. And we, and we literally, we tell, when we hop on a consultation, we like, I verbally say like, you know, if you're looking for somebody like a photographer that comes photographs and leaves, then this is definitely not the right partnership because we believe in building relationships, not transactions. So we're, we're talking about, you know, developing friendships and stuff that are going to last years after your wedding. Okay. So if you, if you're not looking for that, like, I just want you to know, we may not be a good fit because I'm not just going to like not build a relationship. And specifically in the, our wedding, the wedding market or for us, you know, it, of course, we're so pumped for their wedding day. We can't wait to celebrate them. Yeah. Um, but it's more than just their wedding day to us. It's about their marriage. And we just mm-hmm. love to be able to come alongside them and like show them, um, you know, we truly believe that marriage is the best yeah. um, and just kind of yeah. be um, not role. I mean, I'm a, refuge. a refuge for them in that um, and that they can see that in our own marriage um, and in our lifestyle. And that, like Ryan said, that we can also just be their friends, not just their wedding photographers. Yeah. 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 And that, uh, and that just like, it speaks to them a lot more, uh, like that, that kind of trust of hiring y'all is like, Oh, they want to know me. They want to be more than just like someone who shows up with a camera and like, you know, you can take great photos being someone who shows up with a camera, but you can take really touching emotional connection photos when you have that emotional connection to the people in front of your camera. Right. Yeah. And John, you said the word that we talk about so much is trust. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that that's everything that, you know, people, we want to be seen. Like we want to know, like, 
I am seeing they, they like not they see me as in just people in general. Yeah, yeah, well, one hundred percent people in general is, and so like that. That's the you know the goal. Like you know that we want women to know that they're seen, that we love them, that we value them for who they are. Um, but yeah, it's we. I, I love being a wedding photographer. Uh, I love everything that we photograph because again, it's all about relationships. Everything that we do is about relationships. The man weddings are, are just so awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, even senior photography or like portraits of just one person is also about relationships. Cause you have to make them feel comfortable because one they're by themselves in front of the camera. I mean, being in front of the camera is super intimidating anyway i mean anytime that i get like branding photos or or our family <laughs> photos or something I'm like i don't even remember what to do with my hands like i have yeah. to walk heart, heart rate spikes just yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like i have to to tell myself in my mind like okay do this like coach myself as i would you know anyone who's in front of my camera right well, that's, so it's, it's crazy for people when we say that we were teachers and, you know, now that we're photographers and that we felt like we're making a bigger impact and they're like, yeah, just blows people's mind. And it's not that we couldn't have made an impact in the classroom. Like we did make an impact in the sure. classroom. It's just that we, we truly feel like God has us where he intended for us to be. Yeah. And, you know, when we get emails from um, senior moms for girls that we, you know, like we're so excited to have in front of our camera because they were just gorgeous and you know we, we saw all these qualities in them and for Such them to say like you know line. this is the first time that she's looked at an image and really thought of herself as being beautiful and it's just because of the way that y'all you know like encouraged her and y'all you know pumped her up and y'all y'all let her know these things yeah, like the in her session the way that we made her feel so that way we made her feel that way so when she looked at the image that's the feelings that she had yeah. um and for us to you know get these messages from senior moms and and these seniors that you think are like you know miss popularity in high school and stuff and to know that they are truly having like these actual feelings about themselves. Um, it's just been mind blowing for us to see the impact that we, you know, are getting to make. And of course that's not something that we're going to blast all over social media all the time, because we're not just going to be like, Oh yeah, this girl didn't think that she was beautiful and look at what we made her feel like, you know? Um, but that's the things that we get to see behind the, you know, the computer screen and that we get to see on this end that keeps us yeah. just doing what we're doing and knowing that we're making a huge impact. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. That's that's so great. I love I love hearing that. Um, okay, so y'all's business name is Refuge Photography. Uh, we've used the word refuge a couple of times uh, so far in the conversation. Um, how did because I love that that was one of the things that um, whenever, uh, whenever y'all reached out on Instagram and I was like, Ooh, I got to check them out. I love refuge. Like what is, I'm sure that they're about like creating a safe place for their, their uh, clients. Um, how did that name come about was that something were y'all originally refuge or did you like change from anna and ryan photography or yeah yeah that's a great question i, I can vividly remember like exactly where we were the moment that we were like refuge like i i can see it and so and yeah. this was in the very beginning it's when we were talking about hey let's let's do this let's launch a photography business yeah of course we thought about you know anna and ryan ryan and anna which way should we put it you know right. um and, and we love you know when people use their personal names and then i think sure. it has so much you know value in that but and, we just knew that we wanted this to be bigger than us yeah and, and that's what we always say like when people hear like anna and ryan i hope that like great things come to their mind um but when, when we were talking about our business it's like okay this is going to be their first like 
their their first thought about you know like us. So like it, when they say the business name, like what does it stand for? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, like what do we want our business to be about? Like, yeah, we're going to be photographers, but what? we want it to be more than that. You know, it's not just like, we're, Hey, we're here to take photos and stuff. And so we were driving home from my parents' house. Um, it was late at night. We'd been there visiting for the holidays and we were talking you know, just back and forth in the cars we were driving. And we, we just kind of like stumbled upon as like refuge because our, our ultimate refuge is in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like I want to create an environment like that. So, you know, when we talk about like refuge, what, what do you think of, you know, like I think of like strength, just solid It's there for you. You can go to it with anything. And so that's where refuge came from. So from the get go, from day one, when we launched, we were refuge photographers. And honestly, it may sound cliche, but it's really how we, you know, um, running a business is, is a lot. <laughs> I don't think that many people know that until they, you know, really are basically underwater in it. Yeah. Um, but it helps us to make all of our decisions when you know something may come onto the table that we're like okay what do we do about this because in business no matter what kind of business you're in you're going to have something that's presented to you that you're sure. like okay how am i how am i going to handle this and so um going back to our foundation and you know why we named it the the name that we named it of refuge is we want when people think of refuge like Ryan said for them to think of Jesus and so we're like how would Jesus love them how would Jesus serve them and that, I mean, it's pretty simple. And like I said, it may even sound cliche, but it, it really just gives us the answers that, you know, sometimes are hard for us as humans to want to say of like, okay, now we, we know, we know the answer. Like we know how we need to move forward with this. Um, and so that and sums it up, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's so great. Uh, it's, it's very similar. Um, I, after we had started talking, uh, you know, I don't know, weeks or months ago, whenever it was, um, y'all were on the Boca podcast and I listened to y'all's interview there. And I was like, we're like the same people. This is crazy. Cause yeah. like the, the reason that y'all want to create the safe place and, uh, the, the, like the name of refuge and, and all that. Cause my, my photography business name is all heart photography, which comes from Colossians, uh, 322 which says uh that you know work uh whatever you do work at it with all of your heart uh as if working for the lord and not for men and that was like i remember the the place that i was like during my lunch break at work like scribbling on a napkin on like putting down numbers of like if i buy this camera then i would have to do this many events oh yeah pay that off and and like putting that together before I brought it to my wife uh, later that evening, like, Hey, I want to start this business. Um, but I, and I have it somewhere. I should probably like frame it and put it on the wall or something, but it's, yeah. it's like this little, uh, this napkin. And I just drew a heart on it and put all heart. Cause I was going through a bunch of different names and I had thought of, you know, I had other friends who were like their name photography. And I was like, I could be John Mansfield photography but I don't know. I want it to be bigger than myself. And, uh, and uh, I, I was just like, I want it to be something. I also want to tie in my faith and, uh, was going through like a bunch of different scriptures. And I was like, none of these really fit. And then I read that one. I was like, yeah, yeah all of your heart. There we go. Because awesome. I wanted to show 
uh, all my couples, all my clients, like I'm going to be there with all of my heart. Sure. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to half-ass anything. I'm going to whole ass everything. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, as, as Ron Swanson says, and, um, but, uh, but yeah, like I'm going to be there for you and I'm going to, I'm going to pour everything out. And it feels like that at the end of every wedding, I'm just like, I am so tired. Like I've just been on for like 10 hours and I am, I am ready to crash. Um, but, but yeah, I loved, I loved the story behind refuge and, um, and then, you know, y'all create a safe place for, uh, you know, a good refuge for your clients. Um, how, how do y'all go about doing that? I know we kind of touched on, you know, relationship and everything, but how do y'all create that refuge for your clients? Yeah, I think that, that that's such a great question. And for us, I think it starts really as soon as that initial inquiry happens. Uh, we, we say this a lot about different touch points in our business and it's so simple and people are going to be like, it's not that simple. But for us, it's, it's very, very simple. It's like we, we just golden rule that thing. You know, like how would I want to be treated? And so when that bride, you know, reaches out to us, number one, it's an honor even just for her to take her time to fill out our inquiry form and hit submit. So it's not like, oh, another inquiry. It's like, I, you know, I feel honored that this woman is thinking about me mm-hmm. for, to be the photographer for a wedding, which is typically kind of like a, a, a really big time in their life. Um, and so I think from right there, you know, it's like, well, we can let this increase sit for, you know, and say I'll respond within 48 hours or I can respond to it in, in a timely manner. And so I think that it starts essentially from right there, from how do we start talking and engaging with this person that's inquired with us. You know, it's so tough for me. I don't like the word client, but in in this realm, it it helps to say. So I'll say client here. Um, But, you know, so especially in that first, that initial email, and and I'm just going to, we're mainly wedding photographers. And so that's kind of how I'll talk about it. But I think that we have such an opportunity in that moment. So, you know, what, what is the bride doing when she fills out that inquiry form? She's saying, Hey, I'm interested in you. And I need to know what your prices are and a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we have such an opportunity that we can either just say, hey, here's my prices and uh, this is a little bit about me. Or I can flip that script and make it about her. Yeah. And I can talk about how I'm here for her that, you know, already that she is loved by us and all these different things. And so I think that it starts right then and there, that first email that they receive from us where it's like, okay. Like, this isn't just like, here's our pricing and stuff like that. It's like, I matter to them. Mm-hmm. Whether we're, we're your wedding photographer or not, that's okay. Like, I, obviously, we, we can't photograph every inquiry that comes in, and we don't need to. And that's the beautiful thing about how, you know, the, the photography industry, there's people that we can refer. Uh, but I think that it starts right then and there, just letting them know, like, hey, th- this is so much more. Like, you are not just not like you said earlier numbers on a page you're not just a name to hit my email inbox um yeah and so like ryan says so from there and moving forward we just always i mean like we we truly believe and maybe it's like the former educators in in us or you know whatever you want to say but educating your clients is like the biggest key to anything so like i mean it sounds a little silly but like we educate them on that like 
this is a safe place. Like we're here for you, you know, in any opportunity that we get, whether that is like Ryan said, an email, whether that's on their consultation call, like reminding them like, Hey guys, like this is a relationship. This is not a transaction. We're here for you. We were not wedding photographers when we got married. We know what you're feeling, you know, like all of these things, Mm -hmm. like letting them know, like we relate to you. Like we, we feel you. Um, Cause everyone, everyone wants that. They want to know that someone is in their corner. They want to know that, you know, like, that they've experienced the same things that you, you know, not necessarily the same, but like that they have these experiences themselves. Um, and I feel like I went down a rabbit hole. I had a really good point and maybe it'll circle back, but yeah. if I like Ryan has something, so I'm going to let him take it. Yeah. Well, I think that like what Anna was saying was so good because I think um, that that, you know, like when you're, when you're the client reaching out for something. So I, if I'm reaching out, uh, like I'm going to run a marathon later this year, I'm like reaching out to this person about coaching. I kind of view myself as here and them here, like, because I don't know about marathon. So I, I'm, I'm reaching out to them. Right. And I think that especially so like in that same scenario, when our brides reach out to us, we want to as quickly as we can bring it here. Like we're, we're together. So it's not like I'm like how Anna was saying, you know, it's like, hey, we were not wedding photographers when we got married. Like we've done, we've been there. So it's like, boom, partnership, relationship, not this weird like teeter totter of like, you know, the, you're there. No, 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 no. We're, we're here and this is a relationship together. So I love that. Well, and going back to what Ryan was saying about, um, we truly follow the golden rule in all parts of our business. And I really feel like that's what makes our atmosphere you know, um, for our clients feel the way that it does is that we want to treat you the way that we want to be treated. Um, so when it comes to session time, you know, we're going to go in and, and fix your hair if it needs to be fixed. Cause girls are like, I don't have a mirror. Like, I don't know what I look like. You know, just like you mentioned earlier, being in front of the camera, no matter if you're photographers, um, if you're a model, you know, no matter what, if you really dig down deep, there's so many insecurities about, you know, how you're feeling and how you're looking. So we never want them to even have the chance to think about like, how do I look? Because mm-hmm. we're confirming for them how yeah. they look. You know, like we're going in, we're we're gonna fluff their hair, tell them it looks great because it does usually. <laughs> um, and then we're going to, you know, be encouraging them the whole time that we are posing them, or you know, having them interact with each other and all these things. So they don't even have time to have these thoughts or these negative feelings about like you know, how am I feeling? Um, but also with going back to that, treating others the way that we want to be treated, it really helps us. Um, and I'm probably going down a rabbit hole, but I find this is a good one. Yeah, this is, this is the rabbit hole podcast. Um, You're good with that. Of how we avoid like burnout in these situations because it's like, Oh, well, how can you like, you know, continue to build all these relationships with all these different couples? Else, is when we're treating them the way that we want to be treated. It kind of just makes everything, you know, like, and thinking about like, we want to love them the way that Jesus loves them yeah. disappear. It makes like the fact that I want to get crawl in bed and not post their sneaks, not even an option. I'm like, no, like I, if this was me on the other side, like how would I feel loved? You know, how would I feel served? What I think like, oh, they must not have had a great experience if they don't want to post about me, you know, like mm-hmm. um, all these kind of things. So it really just puts things into perspective and it really just gives us the drive that we need each day to keep yeah. moving forward in building this atmosphere that we're trying to create for our couples. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That because whenever you you are treating them how you want to be treated, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. 
it's not a chore. It's not a, oh, man, I've got another photo shoot today. This is going to be rough. I'm going to be talking the entire time. I'm going to be fluffing hair. I'm going to be doing this. Like I better bring my water because my throat's going to get dry from all the talking. Uh, yeah. I constantly forget my water and then my throat gets dry because I'm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, like whenever that's what you would want, if you were in their shoes, like you stepping up, showing up for them in that way, it just, it makes it easy. Cause that's what you would want. Um, and Anna, you talked about, um, Oh no, I lost it now. Um, I was like, I need, I need to remember this. Uh, it was, it was from one of the rabbit trails. Um, Oh, the, the fluffing the hair and like, uh, and all that, uh, I've found, cause I used to, I mean, I, I still am, I guess, um, you know, pretty introverted. Uh, I, I lean more on the introverted scale uh, than extrovert. Um, but like during photo shoots, when I first started off, I was super quiet. You could hear the shutter clicks. And, uh, and now I'm like, if, if my couples, if my, you know, anyone who's in front of the camera, if they can hear the shutter clicking, like I'm not doing my job well. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny that you say that because most people that like follow us on social media and stuff find this really shocking, but I am 100% introvert too. And any day of the week, if you asked me what would be like my ideal day, it'd be like sitting on the couch, not saying a word to anyone, you know, like. Right. Yeah sleeping basically like um that would like which ryan is the complete opposite which and he he definitely helps like pull me out of my shell but i'm I'm very similar into what you were saying in the beginning it was like you know i was worried about going in and like fixing your hair or i was worried about saying something and it sounding you know funny or you know whatever it was Uh, Um, but your joke (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not understand because I'm so funny and I don't understand why you wouldn't think no, that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I understand that really deep dive movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but what really helped us um, was getting on the other side of the camera. And so when I had those feelings of someone, you know, coming in and fixing my hair, someone telling us how adorable we look, you know, like all these things, I realized what that did for me, you know, and how that made me feel. And so it was like, I could, you know, let go of any, anything I was feeling about myself or, you know, like speaking out or, you know, all these things to know what I could um, make someone else feel yeah. so it was like it didn't matter about my feelings or like you know the fact that I was gonna be coming out of my shell or out of my comfort zone it was like if I could make someone else feel this way mm-hmm. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. it um, and then we also have had other times too where we got in front of the camera and these things didn't happen and the way it made us feel it was like okay we know we don't want them to feel this way yeah. um, and so again it's, it's just it goes back to it's not about me it's about them yeah I think I think that to, to just to like kind of go off of that, we um, we always say that our camera is simply a tool that we use to love and serve people. That's all that that thing is. So take it out of my hand, put a coffee cup in there. I'll, I'll use coffee to love and serve people. It doesn't matter what that is. And I think that, again, this whole sense of refuge, it's so easy for me to say like, you know, like, wow, you look beautiful to, to our bride because she is because you know, it's not, and I'm not talking about like, yeah, like, yes, like your, your fate, like your outward appearance, like you look beautiful today, but it's so easy because I, I mean it wholeheartedly. I think that she was beautifully and wonderfully made. So I can tell her she, she is beautiful. Like, you know, and for me to like move her hair and stuff like that, 
in like yeah, like sweatpants over Zoom, like a, on a client call or something. It's like you are beautiful. You're beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful yes. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter that you spent all morning in hair and makeup. You were beautiful before that. One hundred percent. I love that. Yeah. And um and yeah, I I keep like forgetting to get to get to the point of what my thing is. <laughs> um, but uh, like uh, uh, you know, fixing hair and all that, and just like hyping them up and just like, Hey, you look beautiful. You are like slaying this, you know, you're, you're doing such a great job. Um, like all of that encouragement gets ahead of their insecurities. Yes. Uh, like I, I'm all about, um, I don't want any of my, uh, any of my couples, any of my clients to, to ask questions. Like mm-hmm. I want to provide the answers before sure have to ask them and it's the same thing with those insecurities in your mind like if you're if you're standing there and you know the wind blew or whatever like their mind may be thinking okay is my hair still good i don't know i like anna you said you know they don't have a mirror so they're not sure and their minds go in all these different places and then that comes through in their body language and into the photos but if you're going like oh hey real quick let me just fluff your hair or you still look good. Your hair, like it fell right back into the perfect place or how that wind blown look is working for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that way they're right then the wind is working. Don't worry about what it's doing. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I love that. I read a quote. Um, it was this week. And I think the, that it was essentially to summarize, it was that action defeats anxiety. So when, where there's action, that anxiety, you know, so it's like when I don't say something to her, you know, like she's got the anxiety and even I probably have anxiety about, oh, like, what well, should I say something? Oh, it's like taking the action, saying that, boom, mm-hmm. you know, that, that anxiety is gone. I know too, you know, like just about, you know, different situations. I think that we can get so anxious about like, what should I do when action kind of just defeats that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like the whole done is better than perfect deal. Like you, you don't have to think of, I know Anna, you made like uh, identify with this being a little bit more introverted uh, too. Cause I get in my mind about like, if I say like, I want to say something, but you know, is this the appropriate thing to say? Like, is this good? Is this good enough? And then I just don't say anything. And then it's, it's worse because then it's like five minutes of no talking and then they're feeling awkward and now I'm feeling awkward. And then we can just, it's, it just compounds after that. But if I'm just like, you look great. Like even that is, that's something. And that that's making them feel, you know, because like, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not really one to like, throw out a bunch of like hey you look amazing or whatever or you know you look so beautiful like because i was kind of raised in uh, a way of like you don't like unless you're like dating a person you don't like compliment them on stuff because you don't want to lead them on and didn't yeah yeah and like so still in my mind it's still like ingrained in me like don't tell anyone but your wife that they're beautiful i'm like no because <laughs> they are beautiful like hitting on them or anything and they know that I'm not hitting on them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like, I had to get past that wall of, is this the perfect thing to say? Is this the best thing to say? Um, and then just, just say things, just have conversations. Even, even just like, I mean, I, I love podcasts. So I'll ask them like, you know, do y'all listen to any podcasts? And then we're just like, 
having a conversation during the photo shoot, especially if they're into true crime stuff. And I'm like, did you hear this one on crime junkie? And like, we just go off. We, we go into rabbit trails during the photo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that like going back to even talking about like the creating refuge, you know, creating a safe space. Mm-hmm. It, if we're all honest, nine out of 10 guys, Definitely hate having their photo taken, especially in the sense of like, they're going to be asked to do silly things with their girl. You know, like we're all guys. I don't know if they're trying to be cool. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that's just the reality. You know, that's one of the first things that brides tell us is, well, my guy, you know, hates his photo being taken. But the cool thing is by the time the engagement session is over, it's like they can't wait for wedding day. And like, sometimes we've been told like, you made my man a model, Um, but they, but is because they didn't feel like they were having their photo taken. Yeah. They were just hanging out with friends. Their girl was over, you know, the moon excited because yeah. he was doing things that didn't actually make him feel uncomfortable when they normally do. And, you know, you hand somebody an iPhone, like, Hey, mm-hmm. Hey, we take this. Um, and so like, it's just creating that atmosphere. Also, we've been talking about our brides a lot, but also for our groom of like, you know, it's just laid back. There's not this huge expectation. We guide you through everything. And like you said, and just conversating throughout the whole thing. So you forget that we're even taking photos. Like, of course we're going to pose you and we're going to take the photos, but like, that's not even like what you think about when you think about the engagement session. It's like, that was just a little part of it. Right. Right. And I, I love that because yeah, I, I'm, I'm 100% team bride. I mean, I think anybody that like knows me, it's like, Oh yeah. Like Ryan is there for the brides. I am like, fluffing dresses. I'm like, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also like, just as a dude, like I'm there and I want our grooms to have such a great experience. And that's why we, we joke with them. But I'm like, bro, I'm not here to torture you. I'm going to knock it. Like we're going to get this thing done and like we'll roll. But it, I think that that is such a thing. And I don't know if it's like, you know, this would be like such a deep topic. Um, you know, like, but in society, like I think that girls kind of grow up having their picture taken and taking pictures and stuff like that. And just as guys, like that doesn't really happen. And so I think it's just something that like we're not really ever put, that's not really ever put in front of us. So then when it's like, Hey, we're going to do this for two hours. It's like, not really looking forward to that, but Mm -hmm. uh, we, we've been blessed just with awesome grooms that they know how much this means to um, their fiance. And so they're like, Hey, you know, like I'm doing this for her more than myself, but, but I love what Anna said because um, it, talking about like how we've had some of our brides be like, yeah, you, you've made my husband think that he's the model. Now it, it, there was one weekend in particular that, that stands out to me where, um, it, we had a back to back. We had, or no, it was a, two weekends, um, back to back weekends. And the bride on the first weekend, uh, she is such a character. I love her to death, but she was like, y'all have done, you've done it. Like you've made my husband think that he's a model. Like he'll just be in the kitchen, like telling me about, you know, you should take my picture and stuff. And so she's joking that way, but that we made him feel comfortable where the next weekend, um, the bride like starts like tearing up, telling us like you made, you know, him feel comfortable. And what she said through that was that I now have images that I never thought I would have because he doesn't like having his picture taken, but because you created this safe space and he wasn't just having his picture taken, he was just, you know, like Anna said, you know, like it was more of a relationship. Mm -hmm. I have images that I never thought I would have because of how you made him feel. And that's such a powerful thing because again, I'm not saying it's easy to, to make the bride feel comfortable and on board, but when you can have the groom feeling comfortable and on board, 
everything's running smooth yeah oh yeah 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 and then the bride is also feeling a lot more comfortable because he's comfortable exactly yeah yeah and like i've i've also like i had a, a mother of the groom recently um uh, she she was kind of like in the whole planning process. She showed up for one of the client consultations and all that. And she um, she had my number. So she texted me after I sent them their sneak peek after the wedding. And she was like, I have never had a photo with his smile as big as it was like for. Or no, it was the engagement photos. Yeah. Cause like we did fun things. And, yeah. and a lot of times um, like for me, any photo, like we didn't do photo shoots uh, as a family growing up. We didn't, we didn't have the funds to like hire a photographer. It also wasn't as big a deal in the right. 90s, I guess. Um, but like we went to Sears <laughs> and they would pose us in like the awkward, like hand on the shoulder. And yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like awkward things like I am, I'd never touch my dad this way. It's yeah, not natural for us. And I think that's what a lot of us feel. Right. Especially us guys, because that's probably one of the only times that we've actually like had someone posing us for a photograph or, you know, grandparents at Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Like everyone get together and here, put your hands over here and like stand here and everyone freeze Mm -hmm. and just smile and just cheese and show your teeth. And like we get these these things. So whenever we're like, oh, we're doing engagement photos. Oh man, this is like, it's an entire hour. Okay. And this is going to be miserable. And like, they show up thinking that, you know, if you don't talk to them before, uh, which I have learned to talk to them before and like, set yeah, their expectations. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, sure. But yeah, like, um, like it's, it's so powerful. Uh, making those connections and getting to know them. I also like ask for uh, songs that they like so I can curate a little Spotify list or something. Um, Cause sometimes he's like, Oh yeah, this is my jam. And then like, he is super relaxed and, uh, and music goes a long way uh, with that, which I found uh, you know, probably like the last three years or so I've been, you know, got a little Bluetooth speaker that I bring with me everywhere. Um, and it's, it's transformed those. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I'm in Texas, got some very, very country boys that even with that, they don't want to do anything and I'll sure. have a beer or something. And I'll like, I'll text the bride, like, Hey, what, what beer does he like? And, <laughs> yeah. and then like, you know, 15 minutes in, <laughs> I've got, I've got, uh, I've got some, some brews on the, on the ice. Like you want, you want to get one real quick. I'll take a couple photos of her by herself. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh yeah, beer. Sure. And then, yeah, it's, it's all about learning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Learning them and like what, what they enjoy and kind of breaking through those barriers to, to be more like friends. Which is one of the best compliments I can get. Uh, I don't care about the, you know, the photos look amazing. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I've I've learned how to take good photos. Um, but like a better compliment for me is, you know, like you were like one of the one of the wedding party. You were like an extra groomsman, and I'm like, yes, that's what I want because then everyone feels connected and and in a safe place, in a refuge, right. where yeah. where they can be themselves. Um, 
So, okay, cool. I love it. I love it. So someone who, you know, for, uh, for the listeners who are like, this sounds exactly like what I want. These are the type of relationships I want with my, with my couples. Um, what are a couple steps they could take, uh, to start cultivating a, a good safe place for their, their clients. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just like, I love, I love to talk about, I want to be respectful too. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that like no, number one is just kind of making sure that your own heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and again, like if you said that, that this is what I want, you know, for the listeners out there that if you're listening to this and you're like, man, you know, like I want to have these types of relationships and like this type of safe place, then I think the number one thing is just to make sure, and it's, it's an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just a, you, you say it one time, but just making sure that your heart is in the right place. Uh, so, and I think that again, it's like, no, it's not that easy. If you do that drastically, it minimizes, you know, the things that you would think about if, if your heart is in the right place. And then again, I think just making it, about the client and not about you, you know, and that's so big. And so like, you know, there's so many situations, especially like just in our uh, role as photographers, but in business in general, that it's like, well, maybe I don't like that, but again, am I here for myself Mm -hmm. or am I here for my client? Mm -hmm. You know, so like, which one is it? And then, you know, leaning into that in your response or in how you respond to a a, a thought that they have or something like that. So I think, you know, making sure that your heart is in the right place. And then again, thinking about your responses, like, are are you there for yourself? Are you there for your client? And then it's it's relationships Mm -hmm. like that to me, because everything I think that we've talked about for like maybe the last 10 minutes has been based off of relationships. Mm. And so, um, you know, there has to be boundaries, like as business owners and stuff like that, like, yes, I I cannot just be your friend. Like I'm also your photographer and you know, I've got to be able to work on other, other of my clients work and stuff like that. But I think building relationships with people, man, oh man, that right there is going to create a safe place and a sense of refuge. Because again, then this like very like rigid, like photographer client thing kind of just like diminishes and everybody's relaxed. Um, So I I think that truly just building relationships, whether that's through the emails that you're sending, you know, I, I, again, because I think every email and I probably talk about email a lot because like within our business, like we, we set, you know, roles for ourselves and I do most of the communication. And so again, like I know that Anna views when she's editing photos, like that's an opportunity, like, and it's kind of crazy maybe for people to hear that, like she's editing photos, like nobody, she's not talking to people or something like that, but that's a way that, that, you know, she's loving and serving our couples because she's devoting like her time and her energy to that. And so in that email, you know, devoting your time and your energy, because again, I think that that's an opportunity to make somebody feel seen. So, you know, like, instead of just like, John, I've attached the invoice below. Thank you. Well, like, what, what if it was like, Hey, John, I hope that you're having a great Tuesday. Because you know what? Like, I, I genuinely mean that. Like, I want you to have a great Tuesday. And then maybe there's a couple of lines in that email that have nothing to do with what I'm telling you about about your invoice. Oh yeah. It's just about you, your life and stuff like that. Because again, like I'm here for you. 
I think too, and man, I'll chase this one. So I'm not even going to do it. But I think that people in our industry forget that we are service based businesses. Yes. And it's not the client serving me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think mean, that that's like people get way caught up in that. I'm like, oh no. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're providing that client a service. Again, boundaries, respect, all that stuff comes into play. But we're a service based business. And so I just think that again, what my whole reason for saying that again is I think that if you look at all of these touch points when you're engaging with your client, they're all opportunities to build relationships. You know, we, we love Instagram. Instagram is a phenomenal place that we get to kind of like follow along with our couples and engage and interact with them. So, you know, again, it's not this like massive thing of like, yeah, like, and we love gifting our clients like 100% and we do that. But like also when they post a photo of them and their fiance, you know, on a ski trip or on a beach trip, like, wow, you know, like you two look so beautiful, like couple goals, you know, bam, like taking a step out of like that photographer role and into like that relationship role and complimenting that. So I think, again, I, I've rambled on about this, but I think you can summarize everything that I just said by building relationships and having that outlook on your client experience as an opportunity to build relationships. Um, And then I'll have to make this plug because it is the Enneagram one in me um, and the former educator. And I feel like a way that you're able to do that um, and it sounds almost crazy, but is by educating them all throughout the process because everyone is going to feel safe if you know what's going on. Um, And like you said earlier, John, answering questions before they even have a question to ask. And so that's what like we send um, what we refer to a lot as like the bride guide, but it's actually the wedding experience guide. And it literally probably answers any question that they have. And that's what sometimes we tell them. It's like, it's going to answer questions you didn't even know you should Mm -hmm. have asked. Um, But we we give them that guide. And then, you know, when it comes to the consultation, we're going to go ahead and like hit the nails on the head of like things that we know that they're going to want to know about. Um, And like for Ryan, because he's not, um, the same kind of personality type as me and stuff. He doesn't realize how much like that means like to have those questions answered before I even ask them. Oh, yeah. um, but it doesn't matter what kind of personality type you have right. when you really dig down deep, just like that gives you so much peace and security. That's what we, um, you know, we had an engagement session yesterday and one of the, the girls said, um, you know, I, I was nervous, but it was almost like she like backtracked, you know, like I was nervous because I didn't know blank, blank, blank. She's like, but then y'all told, like, y'all let me know blank, blank, and blank. Like, right. you know, like it was, it, they, they get anxiety and they get nervous about things when they don't know. Yeah. So if you let them know, um, safe space. It, it creates a safe space. And so with everything from the, the initial inquiry till even after we send their album, because we think it goes way beyond, you know, like that, um, we're just going to make sure that we're educating them in all parts of their experience with us. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that takes a lot more time, a lot more effort on, on our part. Um, but it, it means so much for them and it also sets you apart. Uh, like, uh, like Ryan with the emails, they're probably, you know, I, I know that for us, we had reached out to multiple different photographers, uh, for our wedding. Cause I was not a wedding photographer at the time. I did like two, but I, it was not a career path for me. Um, 
but like we reached out to multiple photographers. A lot of couples reach out to multiple photographers and they're getting pretty generic pricing lists. Like, Oh, Hey, yeah, here's a PDF of my stuff. Or here's the, you know, hidden page on my website that you can look at all the things. And then they get an email like that. That's just like, Hey, I'm so excited for you and your fiance. And, you know, I, this is such an amazing time. I hope y'all are really like enjoying this and yeah. just soaking in this moment. Uh, Cause your wedding's going to be here before you know it. I would love to walk through all this with you. And, you know, as, as your photographer, I'm not just like there on the wedding day, but like I'm a sounding board the whole time. Like you can bounce ideas off of me. If you're like, Hey, I what do you think about these flowers? Like I'm not a florist, but I've seen a bunch of flowers and I also have flower friends or florist friends. <laughs> <I have> flower. <laughs> yeah, flower friends. <laughs> there's, there's some daisies out in the front yard. The weird. Flower flower. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, that relationship type email, that's going to stand out. They're going to remember that instead of, okay, cool. I got seven different uh, pricing packages back. Let's see which one's cheapest. Yes. Right. They're going to be like, oh, this one might be a little bit more expensive than these others, but they cared about me and they don't even right. know. Uh, yeah. So, I, I think that that quote, you know, is so true um, that, that people will forget what you said, but they're not going to forget how you made them feel. Oh, yeah. and, and that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that like, if, you may have said like nice things, but if you made somebody not feel that way, they're not like, they're going to remember that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but the good news for everybody is that it goes both ways. And so, um, you know, like if you're saying good, great things and you're making people feel great, they remember that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love that. That's so good. Okay, cool, man. There's, there's so much, uh, so much good. Like I'm, I'm getting inspired to like, like, uh, kind of revamp my, my email sequence a little bit. Uh, yeah. I do have a few that are just kind of dry. Like whenever they, uh, pay an invoice or something, it's just like, Hey, thanks for the invoice or thanks for the payment. Here's your receipt. And I'm like, I could add a little bit more personality in there. Like yeah. it's an automated thing anyway. I can just, yeah. you know, whatever. When that's the thing is even our, like, because I mean, in order to run a successful business and in order for us to continue being able to love and serve more couples, because that's our, yeah. our goal is to, you know, love and serve as many as we can, we have to have systems in place. So yeah. yes, some of these emails are automated, but that doesn't mean that they still can't make that person that's receiving it on the other end feel special, mm-hmm. even if they read it and say, well, I know that was probably an automated one, but yeah, but it was you, sweet. Know, <laughs> you know, like they, they can have those thoughts, but we still want them to feel like, well, that was still really kind. Yeah. Well, and we talk about that, John, because I think that, um, we were talking about this with one of uh, the photographers that we coach and that we're working with, but about having these systems in place and for having some automated email, you know, like you can't automate everything. Um, but there's some things that you definitely can, mm. but, and it should, I think it was kind of like, but like, is that like not very personal? And I, I, I told her like, well, the way that I think about it is life happens. You know, there are days that we're like, it's just the best day ever. I'm like, yes. And it's just like we were talking about earlier when it's been cloudy for a week and a half. And I'm just like, kind of like down and I'm not my best self. Are you, I mean, life happens for everyone. You may have got news, you know, like that you didn't want to hear about a family member or, you know, anything. Right. Life and, happens. Right. So. And in that moment, you're probably not your best self and that's okay. 
you know, like it's, we're, we can't be expected to be 100% all of the time. Mm. However, by having those systems in place and that automation there, the way I like to think about it is that I'm essentially ensuring that every bride is going to get the best me because yeah. I sat down and I created this thing that I love and I feel like it's very good. And it was me at my best self. Mm-hmm. And so now she's going to receive that no matter if I just got rear ended and I'm very upset. Right. Or if I got very bad news about, you know, a, a family member or something like that, I've ensured that my bride isn't going to feel that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that, you know, that, that there's a lot to be said about that. Um, I can go down a rabbit hole. I think that's a good thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And like setting up automations, uh, like you said, doesn't take away from the experience, but actually like makes it better. You're making, you're not just like throwing a random, like, all right, Hey, yeah, thanks. You know, here's the stuff, that kind of automation because yeah, that does not elevate the client experience. But whenever you're taking the time and like spending 20 minutes or, or so like really fine tuning this email to where it is you at your highest. And it's like, you're like, you're the hype man. Uh, like mine starts off with like, let's go. Like, and not all the time. Am I a let's go person? There are definitely days where I'm just like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Like very excited for y'all. And like, it, it's hard for me to get up, but then there are other times that I'm just like, you know, fist fist bumping in the air and excited for people. And that's how I wrote that one. And then that's the me that they get anytime, uh, you know, at 2 AM, whenever I'm finally getting through emails and I'm sending all, all the stuff, like that's the me, not the, you know, sleep deprived zombie, uh, <laughs> that would be just like, Hey, thanks so much for inquiring about this. Date. Uh, so yeah, I I'm, all for that. And yeah, that's like a whole, like we could do a, a whole podcast on automations and emails yeah. and all of those things. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. This has been so much fun. I've really enjoyed this. Um, also, uh, Wyeth, uh, just commented on the, on Facebook and she was like, all of my favorite people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so before we wrap things up, there's a little part of the show that I like to do, um, just a uh, little, little less businessy, um, but talking about what we're loving this week um, could be could be the sunshine, could be uh, you know a, a new taco place that you found, uh, could be you know podcast or movies or books or whatever. Do y'all have anything that y'all are loving this week? I'll let you start. I was gonna say that was gonna be an easy one for you. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing that comes to mind is um, we recently, since moving here, discovered what's called a Yasso bar. It's like an ice cream yogurt bar. Yes. Yeah. Um, And I'm not a healthy eater at all. So (laughs) usually if you would say yogurt, I was like, that sounds healthy. I'm not eating that. (laughs) Um, But it does not taste healthy. It tastes delicious. And that is just when you just said like a random like something that you're obsessed with it's also become a joke with our friends um because they're called yasso so you know when they all come in town we have a freezer stock full of them it's like yeah so <laughs> yeah, like, what's next like right like, um so i, I just what? like that's completely random but that that was what popped in my head when you asked that question yeah so. no that's great those I'm are sorry for whatever ryan's about to say i feel like it's about to be a yeah. what 
what's your what's your go-to uh yazo flavor um what is the peanut butter it's, it's, i think it's called crunchy peanut butter or, or something so, oh okay it's, 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 crunchy it's, well it's peanut butter on the inside it's got like a, a crunch like a shell on the outside Ooh. Okay. Probably check our freezer. That's right what I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me go get one while Ryan answers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, I could go for one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my my wife loves Yazo yeah, bar. She, uh, I think hers is the uh, the mint chocolate chip one. Yeah. Um, our friends like I just I don't think mint and chocolate go together. I'm one of those people, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't judge her for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone has different tastes. Like I love the, uh, the cookie dough or the, um, yeah, the cookie dough ice cream one or something like that. Oh, no. It's my problem too. I started with the peanut butter one, became obsessed with it, tried one other flavor. I think it was the caramel one. Yeah. It didn't live up to the expectation. And yeah. so I just haven't ventured out. I'm like, but that's, that's me. I'm like a, I'll find something I like. I like it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Especially if it's something that I'm like, I'm buying. Like yeah, whenever yeah. we go to certain restaurants, I'm like, but I found the dish that I love. Yes, that's yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. I don't want to like, pay no, like you know twelve bucks on this other dish that I might be like, eh, I'm not like. It's okay, but it's not this. Yep. yep. Uh, right. Cool. Okay. What you got? Okay, so here we go. What What am I enjoying in life right now? I love it. I think that life is just such a gift, and so I I think that I view life like there's just so much to love. So um, I am loving the sunshine. I went for a run yesterday. Um, uh, that's why I thought he was going to talk about his running, <laughs> new running yeah, session. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look where we live. Anna kind of said this earlier, but it's like a photographer's paradise. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It is beautiful. For I love palm trees. I love them. I look at it and it's just like joy, peace, happy. I love it. Uh, there's palm trees everywhere. <laughs> Alice Beach is like, I think a third of a mile down the road. Palm trees lining the road. It's beautiful. And so like yesterday I went for a run. The sun was beating on my back. Like, I felt the warmth. It was phenomenal. So I'm really into running right now. Um, there's also a guy, he lives in Austin. Um, his name is Nick Bear. He owns BPN Supplements. Um, I've found his YouTube channel and I've really been digging into that. All about, he's an endurance athlete. Um, so I've been into that. And then um, I think that that's probably like stuff right now that I'm like really into. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Man. Okay. So that name sounds familiar. And I lived in Austin for like 15 years um, and knew a bunch of people. Um, I knew a few bears, uh, but I'm trying to remember if I knew a Nick or not. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to check him out and see. I might be like, hey, I recognize you. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be super cool. Uh, I, I've really enjoyed just like getting to like learn a little bit more about him and his journey. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, through like through his YouTube channel and like, I, I bought some of his supplements and stuff the other day. So nice. uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. This whole running bug, is, is it's got me pretty good right now. It's whenever I can get myself out there, like, like you said, with your friend, you know, taking the first step, uh, training for the marathon, when I can get myself to take the first step to go running, um, which usually starts off with, uh, like fast walking, um, it's like, it does something for you. I know it's like super healthy for your body and like releases endorphins and all these things. And then you become addicted to it because at one point I was addicted to, running and like uh my wife and i whenever we started dating we would meet up every single day and we would go walk for like an hour two hours 
we just walk and we would talk and we have continued that almost every single day uh of the past nine years and uh and now we have three kids and we have a little wagon that we'll pull around and uh you know it's not every day but we still try and do it and it's that like we want to get out there and walk it's not a chore Uh, you know we don't run uh, as much anymore because you know kids uh it's harder to pull them in a in a wagon a little bit less safe <laughs> yeah uh, whenever you're running but uh uh but yeah no i i can feel i i definitely relate with that um uh, that kind of like okay i want to go like i just got back from a run i want to go for another one yeah uh, it was so good and i can imagine like with the sun and the palm trees and all this like anytime that i uh am traveling and i'm by myself i always make a point to go walk jog something and like see the area and yeah. and my photographer brain is always like ooh, the way that the light is like coming in between these two buildings and like all these things and uh, I can imagine being out there. I would just be like, Ooh, this, Oh, that, that's a, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yep. Okay. Okay. So cool. Um, I love those. Uh, so what I'm loving this week is a podcast, um, which has been around for a couple of years, uh, but I didn't know about it. Um, and it's called full body chills. Um, I, like I said earlier, I like uh, true crime type stuff. Yeah. And um, it's one of the hosts from, or I guess the main host from uh, the podcast, uh, Crime Junkie, um, Ashley Flowers. She tells these stories that people have written and they're kind of like spooky type stories. They're more of like, uh, like there's like a twist at the end and the twist is supposed to give you full body chills. Like, Oh wait, what? That was the whole thing. Um, and I just found out about that because I'm like months behind on Crime Junkie. So I just got to October and apparently every October is whenever she does this. Uh, so it's a separate podcast. So if you're into um, like those kind of suspenseful, interesting, uh, not not horror type uh, stories, but like, I don't know, kind of spooky ish, Jace. Um, they're. Hey, right, I right. do. Yeah, you lost. Ryan's shaking I, his head, but I'm, he cannot. No, he doesn't such... do anything scary. He doesn't do spiders. He made me fast forward. I used to watch Pretty Little Liars all the time. Maybe fast oh. forward the theme song. He doesn't do. But I, I like what you're talking yeah, about. No, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's my wife and I. She's uh, not not into all the the scary stuff the spooky things uh you know um hocus pocus is about about as far as we go um but yeah every uh which which was funny another uh, little rabbit trail here um whenever when i when i was single i was like i really want a girl that will like you know wrap around my arm or something whenever we're watching like scary movies. And then we went to watch some scary movie when we were dating and she was like, I'm sorry. I just like, she was like face buried the whole time. She was like, I just can't do these. I'm sorry. And I was like, no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining all my dreams. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm totally fine with it, but she'll be like, you know, oh, oh, I heard like the new, like whenever it came out, like the new yeah. version of Stephen King's it. And she was like, I would go see this with you. I know that you want me to go see it with you, but you're going to have to take another friend. Like, yeah. see, that's how uh, Ryan is with dancing. I loved, especially like 
you know, we don't actually attend weddings very much now. We I said that the other day. It. I really want to attend um, a wedding. Somebody I meet your wedding. I love being out on the dance floor, even though that's a very not introvert thing to do, but that I grew up dancing, loved dancing. Right. Did not grow up dancing. Did not grow up dancing. He, he does not. Like, he'll do it for fun, like, you know, on the side with his camera or something. But if I was like, hey, let's go on the dance floor, that's a negative. But he says, I know, like, you want this. Like, I know you want this, but I don't want it even more than you want it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yep. No, I feel you. Yeah. I grew up in a very, uh, like dancing is not okay. Dancing leads to other things that we don't need to be doing. And, uh, and like, it was, it was a little bit of uh, kind of, pulling teeth for us to have dancing at our wedding. And I was like, we were having dancing at our wedding. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. But still like, I I'm, I'm definitely like, uh, like I'll do, uh, what is it? Uh, that movie hitch where he is, he's like, you know, your arms at like 90 degrees and you just, just yeah. this is it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have all of this. And yeah, I'm definitely not a, all of this kind of dancer, but it all, I'll jump in there with like the wobble or something at a wedding, especially if they don't know how to do it. I'm like, okay, here, you can follow me. (laughs) I've seen this a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for, for being, being here today. This was, this was so much fun. Uh, uh, I, I know that the the listeners got a ton uh, from everything and, uh, and everyone uh, listening, you can, anything that we talked about, any, uh, like even the Yazo bars, those are going to be linked in the show notes. Uh, so, um, you can go, go find that, at, uh, you know, I'll talk about it in the outro. I don't need to do that right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, before, before we, we say bye, um, where can people follow you? Where can they find you online? Um, and learn all about refuge. Yeah, yeah. So you can find us um, online at refugephotography.org.org. Um, dot com is already taken. So refugephotography.org. We're not still bitter about it? Yeah, no, no, I'm not worried about it. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't dream about it last night. Um, but, and on Instagram, uh, you can find uh, our photography page and more, more so the Anna at uh, refugephotography underscore ALR. And you can find me at at refuge Ryan, <laughs> or is it at, at refuge underscore you Ryan? You don't even know your. Oh your gosh! Hang on, hang on a second. We're, we're always trying to plug his personal one. I need new followers so bad. So I'm about to. I know. I I loved that whenever. Um, because I had like sent you a little voice memo or whatever on Instagram. And then you came back and you were like, Hey, thanks so much. Like we're, we're really interested in this. Also, if you want to follow me at refuge, Ryan, I was like, yeah, <laughs> always I, trying to play his yeah. Personal. I am always, I'm always doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so my Instagram is refuge dot Ryan. Uh, you're probably going to see coffee, CrossFit running, and maybe some fashion stuff going on so uh that's that's that and then last thing before we hop off again john just want to say thank you so much for having us we we really appreciate it and and hope that the listeners that you have um heard something that you could take away for today but i want to end with uh, like a quote that has has just mean so much to me um really like throughout our business and um we we did crossfit or we still do crossfit but um one of the athletes said this quote 
And I don't think that he came up with, I think that he was just like referencing it, but is that I will do today what others won't so that I can do tomorrow what others can't. And I think that in building a business and especially like in our service-based industry, that that's just such a thing. There's no replacement for hard work. So uh, I'll do today what others won't so I can do tomorrow what others can't. Yep. I love it. I love it. That, that should give you like the boost to do oh, all the hard things uh, that are just like, these are my to-do list. Yes. This is stuff that I just want to push off because <laughs> I am tired or, you know, I just don't want to like, you know, redoing your website or something like that. That's like, it's going to take a lot. Like do, oh, yeah. do today. I don't know. I already lost the quote. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll do today yeah. what others won't. Yes. So tomorrow I can do what others can't. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Okay, cool. That is a perfect way to end uh, this podcast. Y'all, how great are Anna and Ryan? I loved getting to talk to them about creating a refuge for our clients. I think it is so important, and I can't wait to hear from y'all about uh, how you're doing this for your clients and your couples. We also have links to all the things in this episode's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 58. This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask questions and interact with us and make it more than just listening on your favorite podcast app, which by the way, I would love it if you would subscribe on that app. It really helps us reach more people and bring in more guests that you'll love to join us live. Next time you can join our Facebook community by searching for the light and dark photography podcast group. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Anna and Ryan are at refugephotography underscore ALR. Ryan is at ryan.refuge. And you can find me at allhardphoto. And for sure, drop us some DMs. Say hi. Um, We love it whenever you say hi. And we get to meet new people. Um, Until next week, I will see you in the Facebook group. Bye.